exactly why Goalkeepers in itself is an important entity. Goalkeepers' biggest lesson is that we have to go beyond the goals and find the people. We must go beyond the numbers and the statistics of poverty, hunger, gender equity, etc. and find the people who are not represented or seen because there are human beings behind the world. Hello and welcome to Goalmakers, a podcast about world affairs and global development as told from the perspective of leaders, experts, and practitioners. Goalmakers is produced by Global Washington, a network of nonprofit, for-profit, and funder organizations working to improve lives in low- and middle-income countries. To learn more, visit us at www.globalwa.org. I'm your host, Joel Myers, Director of Communications for Global Washington. What better way to kick off our new podcast with this talk from Schaefer Okore. Schaefer kicked off our Goalmakers 2021 conference with this inspiring talk about the power of storytelling, the importance of community, and the power of women in leadership, and much more. Schaefer is part of the Goalkeeper Advisory Board at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and the Director of Policy and Advocacy of Women Political Leaders. Schaefer is introduced by Kristen Daly, Executive Director of Global Washington. It's now my honor to introduce our first keynote speaker, Schaefer Corey. Schaefer is both a goalmaker, like we've been talking about, and a goalkeeper. She is part of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation Goalkeeper Advisory Board and a Director of Policy and Advocacy for the organization called Women Political Leaders, which is a global network of over 9,000 female political leaders. Schaefer is a feminist and senior policy advisor to numerous organizations. She's an overall rock star in global development, if you've ever met her. And she's recognized as one of the most influential young Africans and Kenyans in the category of governance and law. We are so honored to have you here with us today, Schaefer. I'd like to welcome you to the virtual floor for your remarks. Thank you so much. I think every time I'm introduced, I'm always wondering who is that person you're talking about. But thank you, Kristen. And thank you so very much to Global Washington for having me. As you have been told, my name is Sheffield Corey, and I work intersectionally on governance, policy, and gender. Four years ago, in the chilly month of September, I found myself in New York at the second goalkeepers event surrounded by luminary individuals from all over the world. When I say found myself, what I mean is that my story to goalkeepers began long before this moment. I had been working tirelessly in pursuit of an alternative narrative of what women's leadership should be, and had been honored to speak about this work at various events across the world. One of these events had happened earlier in that same year, where I got to meet one of my closest friends, Alice McDonald, whom I built a rooted friendship that led me to goalkeepers. Well, at the goalkeepers event itself, I got to meet another phenomenal woman, Blessing Omakru, a formidable woman whose work as a gender evangelist tied seamlessly into my and led to a blooming friendship. I also met Alex Reed, a woman whose ability to lead with her heart, even when the world said otherwise, enriched the way I did my own work. You see, my story is like all other great women's stories. It's filled and driven by communities of diverse, courageous titans, or what I call my legion of 10,000, 
who are women who have built what has now become the person I am today. I am a direct product of a community, and this is exactly why Goalkeepers in itself is an important entity. Goalkeepers' biggest lesson is that we have to go beyond the goals and find the people. We must go beyond the numbers and the statistics of poverty, hunger, gender equity, etc., and find the people who are not represented or seen, because there are human beings behind the work to achieve the global goals. Human beings are the reason we are working towards the goals and why the goals are necessary in the first place. And there are, unfortunately, human beings who also work just as hard and just as long to impede the achievements of these very goals that are a massive step to the dignity of billions of people. Once we start to understand that this is less about institutions, it's less about non-governmental organizations, it's less about governments, it's less about politicians and philanthropies, and much more, if not even more, about people, many other things will become much clearer when we start to speak about the global goals. You see, Goalkeepers is deeply rooted in moving the real stories of people to the forefront and making sure that the people themselves are telling their own stories. People must tell their own stories, I repeat this. Without them, we would not know what it means to live in a world where dignity is lacking, injustice is thriving, inequalities makes its own way and lives amongst the people. This is why ensuring that people who live without dignity tell us what it actually means when the impact and the slow and uncertain steps towards the goals are being taken. You see, the difference between the hungry and the fed, the unhoused and those with comfortable homes, the unemployed and those working and living their passions, those with privilege, those without, those who matter and those who matter not, is a host of difficult and layered circumstances that none of us has much control over. The goals, alongside many other initiatives, from the political to the social, cultural, and the economic, are thus a key part in equalizing these massive injustices and inequalities at an international scale. It is these particular injustices and inequalities that limit women's voices in leadership and reduce their inclusion at the international scale, which means that women are still lacking and that the world continues to drag its feet in becoming truly representative. This lack of true and significant representation is what my current work as the policy and advocacy director at Women Political Leaders entails. As someone who has been building communities around women and their leadership in various capacities for over a decade, be it in governance, in politics, in activism, in feminism, menstrual dignity rights, reproductive health rights, and gender policy, I understand the significant role that a community plays in a successful outcome. A community allows for those who've chosen to lead a place of rest, rejuvenation, and restoration. A community challenges what isn't working and reimagines new ways of moving the work forward. A community holds the sacred practice of hope and keeps going even when the tunnel hasn't presented itself for the light to be seen. A community is what lies behind each of us whose work is anchored in making the world a little less dark, unjust, or unequal. 
our communities precisely why the work of women political leaders organization strives in all its activities to demonstrate the significant impact of more women in political leadership in all their diversities. This is to ensure that there's a better, more inclusive and sustainable global future. In order to advance the impact of women, Women Political Leaders Organization acknowledges that women need layered support because the barriers against their leadership is equally layered and complex. It is why the work of women political leaders is focused on building communication and visibility of women, connection and networks of women, and communities of solidarity around women. It is clear that the goals are necessary, urgent, and if not anything, crucial. And because of this, we need to work to make them a reality. We can do this by making sure that we work faster, harder, and put more money into all the labor that's advancing progress, starting from the global margins by actively including minorities and the marginalized. We should also identify and push against everything and anyone that sets up itself against the achievements of the global goals. Another key way that we should and we must remind ourselves is the only way of achieving the global goals is again, knowing that it is only through the people, the people doing the work, the invisible people, the ones who don't know their names, the ones who constantly live in the world that is growing deeply unjust. It is through energizing the community who are invested in the achievement of the goals as an outcome and ensuring their stories are core, part and parcel of this process at all levels that moves us closer to achieving the goals. Each narrative must therefore find its place. Each person must do their part. Each institution or organization or government must commit to action. The power of the collective has always been strong. And while as a world, we have long been infatuated with the stories of individual heroes, it is becoming much more evident, particularly now with the ongoing pandemic, that behind every successful revolutionary or progressive person or progressive strategies is the courage and care of a relentless community, eternally committed to and ready to give everything for radical, mutual, beneficial change. In other words, we need to realize that talking alone is not enough. This must be the time for amplified action. We need to stop wondering aloud about the potential of women to lead, which is laughable when we consider that women have led everywhere from households to the community to massive grassroots movements. Women strategize and sacrifice themselves for independence of nations and have pioneered everywhere from kindergartens to PhD programs, from political parties to parliaments across all industries and private sectors, all in the ways to see that societies are moving forward. You see, women are already leading. We therefore need to stop putting obstacles in their way. Let us just let women lead. And furthermore, take away the obstacles they face from sexism, racism, classism, and other varied oppressions. Let us just let the women lead. When I started, I mentioned very briefly how my story is the story of many other women, most of whom I didn't mention, but they remind us that the world is and has always been a diverse community. The knowledge about these diversities is growing. And we must see the pushback against this as an enemy of progress. The global goals at their best 
embody diversity in issues, reminding us that we are all made up of other people's stories. So for the next two days of this critical, crucial conference, I hope that we get to connect the dots and realize that we must move and create room for bodies with different abilities, for bodies with different races, geographies, orientations, genders, identities, classes, and religions. We must demand political will, financial commitments and investments with tangible inclusion that allow for the abundance that women create in society to be able to thrive. The next phase of global work or global goals work must dare to move the needle of progress towards transformative leadership, especially the leadership of women. The leadership that we have seen lurking during COVID-19, the leadership that we have seen that the world is in dire need of and that we are all craving for. It must significantly reduce, um, the work must significantly reduce inequalities and create space where narratives of invisible people behind the goals exist at the forefront. Thank you once again to Global Washington and to Kristen and her fantastical team for having me and to this conference. I wish you all a wholesome, abundant and thriving engagement. Thank you all and over to you, Kristen. Paper, thank you so much. That's such a great way to kick off our conference. So inspiring and also uh, a call to action. So thank you all so much. Um, it, it, fantastic to think about the SDGs. Global Washington, as I said, uses it as a framework, but you're reminding us to never forget the SDGs are actually about people and the connections that we make within that. Um, it's exactly. something that we could get lost in the data. So, so powerful to say, thank you so much. That was wonderful. And I love fantastical. I think I'm gonna add that to my vocabulary. Thank you again, Schaefer. In our next episode, we talk about the future of global development, a small subject. We hear insights from our members, Village Reach, CARE, and the Hunger Project. We have by no means perfected. And I say that with all humility. And we continue to ask ourselves as an organization tough questions. I'll mention three tough questions that we ask ourselves out of the many. For example, we continue to ask ourselves, is our decentralized program leadership coupled with the decentralized decision-making and resource control? Tough questions to ask, we continue to ask ourselves as an organization. Yes, this is our way of... Thank you for joining us for Goalmakers, a podcast about world affairs and global development. For more information about our thriving global development community, global news and events, visit www.globallaw.org. Until next time, take care and be safe.